Knock out. Anybody? 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 No? All right. Cheers to all of you. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Mix 6 Live! <laughs> Nothing else happened. Um, Alright, thank you guys for coming so much. Uh, obviously we don't have a rating system or anything of that sort. It's on Twitter, at the Mix 6. It's on Twitter, uh, so no pre-party, nothing like that. Um, but we are going to start off, how we normally start off, with dissecting our fun. Um, and so I get to use this, I guess. Talk, I battery swapped out. Okay. We, yeah. Hey, I'm talking into this. I'm going to work around. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I figured dissecting our fun is pretty easy here at Gen Con because we are surrounded by games and I'm spending way too much money on it. So, what is everyone buying and excited about here big, in the podcast? Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Did you already buy that? I, you know, I have worked. Seconds. Yes. <laughs> I have worked for 32 years to get over social anxiety, and apparently all I needed was a copy of Big Trouble in Little China in the middle of 60,000 people. And <laughs> I've never felt more comfortable in a crowd. Um, we walked over there. The guy was trying to like tell me about it. A strong word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy was trying to tell me about it, and I was like, "Here's a hundred dollars. Shut up and leave." And <laughs> now I own that. <laughs> Uh, I, for me, it's uh, the Witcher uh, role-playing game. Uh, I can't wait to uh, kill monsters for profit. Uh, perhaps someone could write a game focusing on an economic uh, mon <laughs> monster action. Uh, also, uh, Warhammer 40K, Wrath and Glory, the role-playing game. Uh, we're definitely going to play a lot of that. Uh, Kale will love being a space marine. I think I'm busy that night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say what night it was. Uh, I know. <laughs> Uh, can I have a book on a stick? What yes. powers does that give me? Uh, what powers do you want? Tactical Wait, well, book How stick. about a book on a chainsaw? They probably have that. I, I just watched Caleb spend money on a game because the uh, guy who made the game remembered that we reviewed him on a podcast. So that was a... That, if you want Caleb to buy one of your games, yeah. just tell him you remember that we talked That's what about it takes to sell me. That's exactly right. That one guy like, said, the art looks kind of like Wes Anderson. I just gave him money. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you're still failing. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted everyone to... Greg, um, and I, Greg and I were talking about this on the walkover a little bit. Greg okay. Bennett pointed it out. There's Greg. It, the most dangerous words... Gen Con are its only, followed by a dollar amount. Um, <laughs> I have four games in my backpack from today, and I don't care about any of them. But they were like, they were under $30, and someone was like, it's only $25. And I was like, well, it's only bought, you know? So um, I'm really excited to, now I did, I came in search of Everdell. Yeah. And we got a demo of Everdell this morning, and it looks like the most beautiful game I've ever seen. So I'm really excited to check that out. It looks um, completely adorable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one of the things I got yesterday is actually it's not very expensive, but it had a great cover art uh, and a great concept, so I want to share that with everybody. Uh, this is from Goodman Games, a third-party publisher for Dungeon Crawl Classics, uh, published by Goodman Games. Uh, the adventure is called Feyhard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and it's basically, look on the back, you have uh, a totally original characters. Um, <laughs> and I'm guessing it's... I, I, I'm sure, I, yeah, it's, it's Aesthetic art. terrorist Ross Payton. <laughs> <laughs> it is about terrorism. Is there a thing you love? Yeah. Can I destroy it? <laughs> I will do that. Unseely uh, fairies have seized knock You're going to read the whole back to us. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. That, no, we it's start not. late, and that's, my, your, that's our, let's my, use our time well. <laughs> right. Get us out of this Thank one. you. Noah looks so uh, excited. Yes. Go, <laughs> find a trash can for that. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. You forgot I, for one, as the resident RPG expert of the group, yeah. am most excited to play the any nominated for best game, Red Markets. Oh, okay. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Caleb and I have actually made a deal. Uh, I am going to run a game of Red Markets for him tomorrow night. <laughs> no, Wait, you're, you're going to run it? <laughs> well, you're going to run a role-playing game? TBD. What's actually going to happen is Caleb has to run a game, and I've decided I know a lot about Red Markets. Zombies are the good guys. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they believe in communism. That's right, and people they're, make they're choices and roll dice. So I yeah. feel strongly Casualties that I Casualties are nothing if not communal. Yeah. I feel strongly <laughs> that I could run an RPG of Red Market. No, he was trying to be nice, and he said, um, I will run that game for you after 8 o'clock, because I was feeling really bad because I couldn't hang out with everybody because I had to take over that game. And he's like, I'll run it for you. Well, well that doesn't help me, because now I have to go watch you one, run Red Markets yeah. <laughs> and laugh at whatever occurs. That's but, offensive. But, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, what did I buy? I bought Sword Crafters by uh, Adam Apples Games. Yeah, Adam uh, That's like our first review of Bruin USA, and yeah. he is a scrappy little designer. It is awesome. Yeah. You actually build a sword. You build a sword. Like, and you can wave it around. <laughs> like, and that's how you score points. Yeah, um, the component quality is excellent. Uh, my lovely girlfriend, Sarah, Sarah, guest of the podcast back there, bought me uh, Great Western Trail, which is a game about cattle that the theme was so boring I couldn't bring myself to buy it, but she's nice and jumped on that grenade for me. Because um, I'm becoming that person in my old age and just like, ooh, find a boring occupation and make a game about it. Yeah, it's like the TLC school of game design. Like, yeah. a, like um, an economic system. Yeah, like Big uh, Boss, the game. There's a game I haven't had a chance to play yet, but I heard uh, Tom from RPPR uh, has already bought it. He, he was really ecstatic about it called, I think it's Buy the Rights or Let's Buy the Rights. Uh, it's some sort of party game about buying the rights to various concepts and make a movie out of it. So it's like Channel A, but with more direction. Uh, is any, did I get the title right? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yesterday. Yeah, is it Buy the Rights or Let's uh, Buy the Rights? Yeah, or? Let's Buy the Rights. Let's Buy the Rights. Was it a good uh, game, Jeb? I was half asleep, so I don't know. They seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> good to uh, Apparently at one point, Tom was so rough to make a decent movie. Oh, okay. subject? Yeah. yeah. Which was surprising. That's cool. So. Jim Dale, I was half asleep. Right. <laughs> Jacob. Four stars. <laughs> I was forced to play a Warhammer game. I don't know if I was. Force is stronger. Oh, yeah. I demoed um, the Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions trading card game, uh, but I got free drinks out of it. So that was. Three stars out of five. Uh, you were probably thirsty after saying the title. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, other, I bought a bunch of role-playing games. Uh, I bought Scum and Villainy. I'm hoping I can convince RPPR to play that or anything else but Warhammer. Um, but, I mean, I didn't know that was in the cards. So. Uh, and then I bought Bluebeard's Bride, which is great, but too depressing to talk about on a fun podcast. Um, I really want to play Containers, which is another boring game about shipping things. Did you already get it? But I, I can't justify spending that much money. Did you already get it? I did not. Oh, I can't okay. I can't pull the trigger. It's How much is it? It's like $120 for... What? Why? For, like, tugboats that just move shipping containers <laughs> from here back to here. On top of Google Maps images. Oh yeah, like the Google worst images, art. Like of some ocean. of the worst art right. I've ever seen. I kind of want to. What? I kind of want to see this. Just like. Oh. Was, was red market shipping not enough? <laughs> <laughs> I need some symbolic resolution. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I really want to play that game for reasons I can't admit to. We myself. demoed Batman the Animated Series. Yes. It's yes, not out until September. It ships in two weeks. What is it? Is it a card game? A board game? Board game. Board game. The single greatest crime against humanity is telling me that I have to wait two things. 
two weeks to play this thing I'm holding in my hand. Yeah, we, like, we demo it, and the guy's like, you can get it in September. And like Spencer like literally like turns around and does it like try this little kick at the dirt. Like, like Charlie Brown, <laughs> like walk away. Like yeah. and sulks for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. I've actually, I've really enjoyed my, I thought I was going to, and I, I mean this in the nicest way possible, I thought I was going to hate this entire thing <laughs> and not enjoy a single moment of it. And so far I would say it is a solid four out of 10. Which is, I was expecting like a negative three, so that feels like a big win. Actually, Wednesday, Thanks. yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Wednesday and today have actually been like eights and nines. Yesterday I was a little hungover and a little tired, and so it was a two. So the average of those things makes this, yeah. And why were you hungover? Because Baz brought my lord. Um, <laughs> I was hungover because Andrew we Baswell not to drink it. got the most disgusting liquor I've ever had in my entire life. My lord is like, Taking the devil's underwear and squeezing it and putting it in a bottle. It's the worst thing yeah. that has ever been conceived by so man. so many analogies that you drank it anyway. Yeah. I, I had to try it once, you know, and See, never. I think yeah. that's the selling point of Malort. It inspires poetry. It's not, it's not good poetry about like positive, happy emotions, but like your brain reaches for new metaphors to describe this sort of sublime awfulness that has invaded your mouth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, true. Yeah, I have certainly gotten more uh, lyrical since starting this podcast. I don't like this. Thank can you. I try or yeah, you can. Thank you for bringing it. It's very interesting. I've never had hop soda before. Yeah, this is a uh, hop soda from Proper Soda Company. Simply a simply refreshing soda made with all natural hops, extract, and sweetened with real cane sugar. Yeah, because that's what I want: sugar and hops. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. good. Yep. I'm no, you're not. over here. I've yeah, never I'm had an great. IPA and thought, man, I wish that had more sugar. And so that's just a very. Um, yeah. It's not the worst hoppy thing I've ever Did had. Did you try Thad's whiskey soda last year that no. he bought from Japan? That was a crime. Come on, Caleb. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, pure pressure. it's better would, than my lord. I would say it's like a 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also sucking on a Ricola right now, so like I don't know if my... Look. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a hop flavored LaCroix. Don't, just like, it's like, <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. Uh -uh. Oh, the Ricola kind of hit it. No, here, that's no, awful. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh. cool. <laughs> Thanks for ruining that for me. Um, so that was dissecting our fun. I it guess. was. Yeah. It's the quickest uh, we've ever done that. Yeah. Honestly, the best dissecting our fun we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just Which, need to go to a, this massive once a year uh, international event. Here, Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to, our next segment before we open up to Aspect 6, we're going to do a half for this time. Uh, thanks to Panda Games. Uh, no, it wasn't Panda's fault. It was uh, Jen Cott's fault. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna do a uh, mix six mock draft. Yeah. Uh, so this time, inspired by our journey here to Gen Con, we're gonna draft people to be on a road trip with you, exclusively from video game characters. And Spencer, you picked the categories of people. That I did. Need, there right? are four but... important people in a road trip. So the first and most obvious is the driver. That was me this time. You're welcome. Um, the second is the navigator. That was Caleb. Caleb is, you, you may not know this, Caleb is an astute navigator. <laughs> Caleb will hold his phone in front of him for seven hours to make sure the route does not change. Like, even if, the, even if Siri was like, for the next six hours, stay on I-70, Caleb will look at his phone every minute for six hours to make sure that like I-70 hadn't disappeared. So <laughs> you need a driver, you need a navigator, 
You need someone in charge of music who's usually Brandy, who's also here. She's my wife. You've heard her on the Mix 6. Please don't celebrate her. Um, uh, and then you need someone in charge of car games who very much was Brandy and made us play In My Grandfather's Trunk. There was a debate after that. How many of you are familiar with the game In My Grandfather's Trunk? No. All right. One human. Yeah. You were wrong about this, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> In My Grandfather's Trunk is an alphabet game where you say, in my grandfather's trunk there is an apple, and the next person says, in my grandfather's trunk there is a balloon, and then you run through the alphabet, which is 24 more letters for those of you who are unfamiliar. And the trick is, you have to continue naming everything that else that, that everyone's already named. Here's what we learned. Does anyone know what Caleb does for a living? He teaches. Do you know what he teaches? English. Do you know what Caleb doesn't know? The alphabet. It was fucking stunning. At one point, at one point, Sarah was in the back seat whispering the next letter to him. <laughs> Caleb would I've sit, got to sing the song. Caleb, Caleb would sit quietly and you would just hear Sarah be like, Arr. It was incredible. So anyway, so you need to have four roles in your in your road trip. You need to have a driver, a navigator, someone in charge of music, and someone in charge of in charge of car games. Normally we would roll a die for draft order, but for uh, for expediency, I've just authoritarian selected draft order. I get to go first. Um, you need all the help you can get. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hashtag, hashtag Team Spencer. Um, we were all there. We were all there for the heist draft. Okay, so uh, we're gonna start with driver. Uh, Caleb, you got a sneaky smart pick here, but I'm going to start and I'm going to say Needles Cane from the Twisted Metal series because you would get everywhere dangerously but safely. Needles Cane was never the problem. How safely? safely? <laughs> when you're the one on the road wrecking other shit, then it's the other shit that's not safe, is my explanation there. <laughs> he's, he's a. He's a clown that's a serial okay. murderer. Okay, all right, I just want to say something. I just want to say something. If the car doesn't wreck, your win scenario is we just got serial murder. Okay, all right. You know what, Caleb, for a second, I'm not going to argue with you because it's embarrassing for you. Okay, right. so what, instead, I'm going to let you tell who your pick is and the game he's from and what he does. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pick Gus from Crazy Taxi. From Crazy Taxi, yeah. that's exactly right. Yes. It's the, it's the same fucking thing, man. How many people died in Crazy Taxi? Hold up the number. The worst that can happen in Crazy Taxi is you cancel your Lyft ride and get out and go about your day. Like, that's the worst possible scenario. Gus can crash through a battleship and sink it while the offspring is blaring, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're just, the, like, he could, he could kill everyone but you. You're going to arrive. The, the city around you is expendable but <laughs> you'll make it on that road trip you want gus in the driver's seat russ saying. russ who'd you choose uh gordon freeman uh he's focused he's not talkative and he's not gonna fucking kill people which i feel is like way better than both of your choices disagree <laughs> right yeah. russ, tell me yeah. about does gordon freeman know how to drive he drives a doom buggy in yeah. yeah. you don't need a license for that <laughs> can he parallel park he can, no one knows. He's a nuclear physicist who can also fire machine guns and rocket launchers. There's nothing the man can't do. This devolved to violence. How dare if, you? If violence is the tiebreaker, then I think Needles Kane is the winner. No, ask, tell me about what it's like to be in a lift with you. Are you? Do you talk to the driver or are you a silent lift rider? Uh, I'm usually silent. Okay. I mean, if they talk to me, I'll, 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 I'm not going to be rude. You don't initiate conversation? I don't initiate, hmm. yeah, but I'm not going to be uh, an asshole. I'm a conversation starter in a lift. I, I, I figured. Yeah. yeah. Brandy really likes to talk to people in lifts. This morning, she yep. was trying to be very nice to Eric. 
Yesterday we tried to talk to a Lyft driver who was obviously on drugs whilst driving. Um, okay, next pick. Uh, good segue. Yep. Yep. Ross is up again. Right. Ross is up again. This time we're choosing Navigator. Uh, Otakon from the Metal Gear series, because you're not only, you see, you don't, Gordon Freeman's silent, so Otakon can not only tell you where to go, but give you a lecture about highways, about the world, like, he'll tell you everything. That's uh, what you want. Yeah. On right. a road trip. Right. Well, it's, Deep lectures about highway history. It's interesting conversation. <laughs> this was married when the WP, thank you, right, Otakon. Right, yeah. Please be quiet. Um, Caleb? Right, fair enough. Uh, I am going to pick, uh, okay, this is a sneaky pick. Ezio Auditori from Assassin's Creed. You know who doesn't need Google Maps? A guy whose vision just makes whatever his objective is turn gold. <laughs> like, like, which exit? The gold one. He's just gonna point to it. He, know, he, doesn't, he doesn't need signs. Google Maps goes out, he doesn't know how electricity works. Like, he's, he's gonna be able to find. He goes blind, he'll suddenly transfer his consciousness into a hawk somehow in the later games and get you an, get your own Google map view. Ezio's gonna get you there, speaks multiple languages, go with the ladies, fun to party with. Ezio's the navigator. More violence. Yeah, guy who turns into hawk sounds much safer than Someone Needles Someone who cane. doesn't understand yeah. what a car is. Right. That's yeah. who I want to yeah. navigate. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need to know what a car Move is. Move this bro. buggy. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I that think seems- you do. Um, I've gone for what I think is the safe and smart pick here, and therefore probably the winning pick. Um, Samus Aran. Um, she knows absolutely everything she needs to know. It's all, up, it's all up on the things with the stuff and in the helmet. And if people get in your way, you just, you just shoot them. I am seeing a theme in my pick. You just move them out of the way with a, with a void ball. You know what I'm worried about? Bridge clearance. With Samus? Yes, yeah, she doesn't understand that. Yeah. No, she She's just like, hooks the car up. I don't think up. we can fit under there. Right. And Samus will just turn into a ball. I'm like, the car can't do that. And then you're dead. <laughs> and then you're all just been decapitated by some low-hanging Caleb, you just, you, just, you, you just picked a navigator who turns into a hawk, man. Like, no, I'm trying... Astrally projects into mm, a That's hawk. what you want. That's it's what you want. Different. Hey, I don't know where I'm going. Excuse me while I astrally project out of the car. <laughs> I'll be back. After I turn into a hawk. <laughs> What's your next You're drunk. Um, <laughs> next we're on to, oh, music. All right, sneak, this is the only pick I knew when we made this category. It will get a little redundant, but I'm of the opinion that the best music is the memorable music, and so I think the person you want running music in your car is Parappa the Rapper. It's just seven hours of kick. <laughs> Punch, you know what I mean? It's like seven hours. That's not gonna get annoying. Over and over again. Somewhere, somewhere around St. Louis, you know, like yeah. you just get it. You're just into it. It's like, it's a zen moment for me. Uh, Caleb, you get the next pick. All right, I'm gonna pick uh, Jacket from Hotline Miami. All right, you're gonna have a lot of really upbeat synth wave. Also, no violence, you're gonna be safe. The only piece in the world he hasn't killed people is inside of a car. <laughs> he gets out of the car to murder people, he gets back in the car to go home. In the car, you are safe, <laughs> and you are gonna have some great tunes. And it's gonna be like, what mask is he gonna wear today? I don't know, everyone's gonna be taking bets. It's gonna be a fun little side card game. Why yeah. is safety a consideration for your music pick? Safety's always a concern. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you're disagree. all traveling with a lot of mask merch. Keep your enemies Keep your enemies close. Uh, Ross. Uh, Sydney, uh, the uh, Payday 2 heister. Because uh, obviously the whole Payday 2 uh, uh, soundtrack is amazing. Uh, Sydney, I imagine, has a great punk uh, choice in music. 
Uh, yeah. And Australians are fun to talk to, so yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Stop. Stop that garbage. Let's, I think we should all give Ross a round of applause. We gave him four opportunities to pick something from Payday 2, and it took him the third opportunity. And so I think that, I think that he's making progress. He also, supplementary applause, had an opportunity to talk about Synthwave in a, or excuse me, uh, a Vaporwave in a category about music, and didn't yeah. talk about Vaporwave. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. There's not that many video game Vaporwave. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Re that's real growth. That's real growth. Right. Uh, Ross, so you're up, and now we're into someone games. in charge of car games. Uh, I haven't played these, but I've seen uh, Let's Plays of these. Uh, so Professor Layton from the Professor Layton series, because he'll make everything into a delightful puzzle. Um, or, I mean, at least you won't be bored. You may drive yourself insane through some of the Noah's like, But yeah, starting the car, getting out of the car, going to the bathroom, conversations, everything's a puzzle now. So, uh, that, sounds, that sounds awful. You won't be bored. I, 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 yeah. Caleb? Uh, I'm going to go for a decidedly more low bar pick, uh, Wario from WarioWare. Now the pro yeah, exactly. The, the problem with a card game is finding one that everyone's going to enjoy. What if he has 350 to pick from? Like the probability that you're going to find a game that you're really into is very high. Yeah, but uh, Wario's an asshole. He's going to uh, make the driver play a game that's caused the driver to veer off the road. Well, like, Gus is already off the road, man. He's cutting <laughs> through the park. That means nothing to my car. It's, it's Roads are mere suggestions. He's following the yellow orb that the hawk sees <laughs> while listening to Synthwave. It's a synergistic car, man. Everything works off everything else. You heard yourself describe this nightmare, and you still think you're beating me. It's yes. the stunning thing. Uh, last pick here. Um, I just want to list, uh, it's Deckard Kane from Diablo 2 in, in particular. Look, look, car rides are long and they can be boring and if you don't have someone, you know, playing in my grandfather's trunk, you want to have someone who's going to like tell you a tale and then maybe turn something into like, go get a dagger from Bloodraven in Act How? 1. You're in a car. You're going to another place. Yeah, but I also am in a car with Needles Kane, so it feels like he's looking for murder objectives. So, again, so you're, you're not even a, going on a road trip. You're just going on a, like a murder spree. Also, uh, I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> uh, trick from you, because I know they like to edit things. If you could put Deckard Kane's Stay a While and Stay listen. A while, like, oh, in between while. the kick punch from Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> I think that might be our new, the Mix 6 intro music that us will never use. Yeah. I just see that's not obtuse at all. Right. Yeah. We'll be dragging in all the new listeners. It, clown is plowing through a horde of hell cows, and while Papa Rappa sings. Yes. About, like that's hell. Like that's the best game you've described. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, we leave this up to Twitter. You're welcome to at us hashtag Team Spencer, Team Caleb, or Team Ross. Really, just Team Spencer. Um, but but we'll just do we'll just do a show of hands now. Uh, if you think that Ross has the most interesting and enjoyable car ride, raise your hand. Oh really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a picture of that. Can we get that? This on? This on? Okay, if you think that Ross has the most interesting car ride, raise your hand. Can we get the Ross hand up? It, it, anybody? Yeah. Uh, all right. Just... Yes! <laughs> I think no matter what happens, we both won there. Yeah. 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 Best episode ever. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to give it up for a tie. I mean, if you want to. Yeah. 
Well, that was fun for us. Yep. Um, Caleb, did you want to know if you lost? Or you no, that was fine. Okay. <laughs> I can't be more satisfied. And then typically we would do an Ask Mix 6, but we didn't have you submit questions in advance because you're in the room, so we actually get to talk to you. So if you want to ask a question, you're welcome to. You don't have to. It would be cool for me, so Ross and Caleb are more familiar with a lot of you because of Gen Con and past RPPR stuff. I don't know a lot of you. Um, and so if I don't meet you during this, I'd certainly love to meet you before you leave. But if you could tell us who you are, that would be awesome. Because I only know most of you through social media. So if you have a question, feel free to ask. Also, for many of you, I probably answered your questions on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say that direction is, tell me your name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. right. Hi there. Uh, I'm Chris from the Role Playing Exchange. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. 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 Oh. So, uh, I'm really big on food and eating in general, so what are your guys' favorite meats? Of all time? Or yep. just like thing that I want to eat regularly? Think, let's go with uh, your last meal. Oh. Morbid. <laughs> no, not that. What the fuck is that? Where the, where the f- Everyone has one for you. <laughs> Get a photo of that. How's that, Spencer? Working on it. I got it, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Uh, what? what the fuck was that shit? Huh. Is that a question or a setup? Yeah. Like, uh, all right, last meal. Go ahead. I need uh, a minute. <laughs> my favorite now is probably uh, Pollo con Queso from Old Mexico. It's my favorite oh, restaurant in Springfield, yes. and it is delicious, and it's very good. Yeah. Ross? Uh, so, like, the last meal, if I had to choose one meal, is my last meal. I think, I, yes, yeah. that is the premise. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to make sure. Yep. Um, probably, the last meal you had Probably today. the uh, meal I had at Central in uh, Lima, Peru. Oh my God. <laughs> best restaurant in the world. Stop. <laughs> 16 courses. <laughs> You're, that's awful. Um, uh, there is a uh, Mexican restaurant in Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, called Vista Grande, and I can't eat a lot of cheese anymore because my body hates me. But they have they have two bean and cheese burritos that are the most delicious things I've ever eaten, uh, and I would probably put that next to um, probably a milf, probably a milf by Mother's. If mm. I was if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out drinking something really really awful feeling the next day. Because there isn't one, I guess, is the non-morbid way of putting yeah. that. Yeah. No hangover. Um, yeah. Anybody else? Oh, Greg. Uh, Greg Bennett from TechNet. Um, what is your favorite drinking story? Any like event that happened or anything wacky that happened outside of the Christmas tree tackling? Did you guys know that Caleb tackled the Christmas tree? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> you told them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On a live mic. Oh, yeah. You also mentioned it like the first episode. I yes, but thank you. It's different when he does it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I probably told all my favorite drinking stories on the microphone at one point. I, the first night I was drunk, I caber tossed uh, fence posts through somebody's windshield. Like, like having never drank before, I was like 22. I'm like, let's see what all the fuss is about. And they're just like, hey, we're caber tossing. I'm just like, okay. And, it, and then I'm like trying to run away, but straight lines don't work anymore. And it was, uh, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I have no interesting drinking stories. I've not done anything ridiculous. God, I hate you. Yeah. 
It's too, yes. the it's too bad for you, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Christmas tree night, uh, after we killed a bottle of tequila in 30 minutes, um, we were both throwing up in separate bathrooms, thank God for a two-bathroom house. Um, and he was wrapped around a toilet, still vomiting, but his phone was dying, and so we all got treated to like 30 minutes to 45 minutes of him just screaming, low battery. <laughs> and you'd just be doing anything, like the room would be spinning, other people would be cleaning up our mess because we destroyed the home. And you just hear it from the walls, low battery. That was my favorite. Got rid of that phone. I have a good Ross drinking story. One time we did a cider episode and Ross got bombed. <laughs> I'm a fucking professional. I, just, I looked over during Drunk Enough. Sports. Yeah, I looked over during Drunk Enough, and this was Ross. <laughs> like, not running the mic or the computer or anything, just I hunched was over. It. I yeah. wasn't asleep. Yeah. We're also, talking, and I'm like trying to figure out a s series of signs to Spencer. We're like, are we still rolling? <laughs> Is it still on? Should we How check on him? I was holding onto that chair so hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned the cider episode, like, I didn't have three bottles of. Uh, a fireball in like an hour. I didn't mention yeah. that. Fireball's yeah. a form of cider. Cinnamon comes from a tree. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it's classified at all. Other good note about the cider episode, Sarah was on half of it. <laughs> Where'd you go, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so other than that, Nothing. Oh yeah, uh, the other one is a, a Patreon episode, Patreon-only episode where uh, Sean Greenwald, who's not here, uh, ran a game of slasher flick, and when I got oh, so yeah. trashed, I was, re I re it was really hard for me to say transcendentalism, <laughs> uh, which was somehow an integral part of the plot. Uh, transcendentalism. <laughs> I, got, I only had one bottle. I need two more to get really. I'm sure this is what Emerson and Thoreau had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of years down the line. Genius. Their legacy. Oh, they're a bunch of hacks anyways. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Any question but that question. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey, Dan VK from Beer Machine. Dan, so, uh, so um, we also drink on mic a lot. Good job. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. What? Vocal training, so not having all the uh, um, uh, so that like uh, goes completely out the window after the first or second beer. Yeah. Do you, how do you guys deal with any sort of quality drop, or do you does your quality increase? Like, how does that work for you guys? I don't listen My, to the show, but I think it gets better the drunker we get. Our secret is we didn't have that vocal training, so right. there's no problem. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's interesting because now that you've said it, I'm going to think about it a lot, maybe, and it's, it's going to be a concern of mine. Very, it's very zen, so you need to free yourself from the desire to sound good. <laughs> like, and we're killing that. If you're, then you achieve nirvana, and and you never worry about the distinctive drop in quality as you get more drunk, because we never had it in the first. I, I think you sent me into a tailspin. Like I've literally never thought about that thing until you said it. Like, right. Well, second, it was hot dog toppings, I guess. Um, uh, but I don't know that I've ever thought like, oh man, I just, I just tripped over my words there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, Dan. Glad you came. Uh, next question. Bro up. I don't know. 
Hi, this is Noah from Roleplaying Exchange, Mipple Zero Blood Money. So how's that anime coming there, Spencer? I have, I, I have a story about anime. I have a video about anime. Um, guess who's really into anime? Brandy Harris. Oh, God, he's going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out you so hard. Um, we watched... We, <laughs> We watched My Neighbor Totoro, and she was like, oh, that was really good. We should watch more of them. And within the next three days, she'd come home with eight animes. Just like, we should check out this one. The other night, I was like pretty wired, like ready for Gen Con. She was like, can you settle down? I'd really like to watch Princess Mononoke. And I the fuck? Um, like, it used to be in free time, we'd put friends on. And the other night, she was like, we should watch Little Witch Academia. And I'm like, uh, what happened to you? What are you doing? Do it. No. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> uh, he did it for you. Next question. Finish it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like a macerated gummy bear. This is Adam and Lily from the Technical Difficulties Podcast. Baby Limehouse. Yay. She's really hungry. Um, Spencer, we have a a request for you. We need you to say the words, I love you, and s'mores. We just need you to say the words. (laughs) This isn't enough? Look what you've done to him. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm I'm very clear about what we're doing here. We just need you to say... I love, full stop, stop. and then say the word s'mores. I'm not going to hate it. Thanks, Adam. This is disgusting. (laughs) Before we get into that, why do you people eat these things? If you say those two things, I will edit it. (laughs) I love s'mores. We got the footage. Let's go. Great. Everybody out. Wow, you sold out, man. <laughs> Gotta get that big money. You get to the big show. Jim Looking Kyle, for the sponsorship from the s'mores. I'm Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. If you have anyone's superpower, what would it be? Oh my God. And why? I'm gonna tell you right now. This is. The e- I've always wanted to fly. I mean, I just think it would be. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time out. I used to ask this question when I was teaching. Me too. I have this... God, there's a fucking film in my mouth. I used to ask... It's not going to help. I'm out of... I'm out of... I'm not going to wash it down with that, Noah. That's not how that works. Um, um, I used to ask this question when I was teaching as like an icebreaker. And the first, the first time I asked it, I was teaching at the University of Kansas, Rock Chalk. Um, some kid who smelled aggressively of marijuana said, I would shoot spaghetti out of my eyeballs. <laughs> I just gave you any superpower, and that's what you went with, man. He was like X Force member, right? right there. Yeah, <laughs> for more than one reason. Here's the thing: he had a rational. He defended this answer before. This was not random. He was like, one, it'd freak people out. Two, I'd always have spaghetti. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, I've, I've always wanted to fly. I don't know why. I have dreams of myself flying, and those are the dreams that I often wake up from feeling like the most existential about the bonds of being a human. Um, I, I desperately want to fly. Yeah. Ross. Um, well, comedy, uh, cosmic omnipotence like the Beyonder. 
actual option would be something like regeneration or immortality, just so I can see how bad this hellscape is going to get. I was nice. not. I was not paying attention, and I thought you said cosmic impotence. <laughs> like for a hot second, I was like, Jesus, Ross. I mean, that's something. Um, I'm going to go with telekinesis. Now, here's the thing. I know it's not going to be great for my body type because I'm never going to walk again. <laughs> uh, I have been given a universal remote to the universe. But here's the thing. If I have, like, the ability to crush things with my mind, I'm hoping that'll do enough for my body image that I can just float around as my Baron Harkonnen fat self and just <laughs> steal food from people and stop bullets like a... Uh, like a sad Akira, like, <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be how I'd roll, yeah. That's how I'm going to describe you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the innies with you and be like, you guys met Caleb Stokes, sad Akira? You, no? you got to, yeah, you got to ride the motorcycle and kill me with the laser gun. Um, it's, parts? it's no, again, I have no, a follow-up to that. What superpowers would you give each other? Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. I'd give Ross a mixing board. The will to edit. Right, is that a superpower? I don't know. People have them, I think. Spencer, you could shoot s'mores out of your eyes. Ugh. <laughs> it's such a gross He'd need thing. like a third duct. You could do chocolate and marshmallow to one, but like... Where's the gram come from? Graham crackers from the nose. All right, all right. I'm just saying, logistically, yeah. it doesn't work. Can I turn the, Can I turn some of them on or off, or is it all at once? Like, if I could just get chocolate out of an yeah, eyeball, you could probably, like, you probably like, like wink yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cover it up. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a really good idea. What about Caleb? I can't give it to myself, so. Uh, let's see. Caleb. Oh, what would be a fun Man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you give the man who has everything? <laughs> I don't know what I would give you. I... Capitalism. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Anybody else? Anybody Someone. else? <laughs> No, we're good. Next yeah. question. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, hey. Hi. Um, I would like you guys to share with the group your favorite thing about one another. Aww. No, I'm not trying to be nice. I, I want it to turn into something, but I figure we'll start here. Um, Ross is endlessly generous with his field of expertise and keen to bring along other people with him uh, in a way that's intensely selfless. Um, and Spencer is one of the most engaging, intelligent people Aww. I've ever talked to. Caleb. Ross? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, I had to, by the way, that wasn't entirely selfish. I knew I had to go first. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want to follow. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good luck. Um, uh, Caleb is one of the most creative and hardworking people I've ever known in my life. Uh, and I'm humbled that I've been able to help him create things like Red Markets. Uh, and Spencer is a very funny and very engaging person who is also uh, perhaps the best person I've seen at being able to be a normal person, which is, you know, <laughs> like interacting with society and like success and corporations. <laughs> 
This went exactly to plan. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Intensely normal. You're the most successful at being normal. That is very complimentary, maybe. Um, uh, you know, about Caleb, I, so Caleb has like this reverence for people who know things, like people who have a lot of knowledge, but for me, like knowledge is like interesting, but the ability to create associations between abstract things or create meaning for me is like always much more interesting and, and valuable. And Caleb is the best person I've ever met at drawing things together. So I'm gonna see this thing over here and this thing over here, and here's an interesting relationship between these things, which is why I think like red markets and the bulk of your work is good because you take things that people don't think about and you put them together and then make them meaningful. And so I think that's um, very interesting and difficult. Um, you know, Ross, I was gonna say nice things about you. Um, um, Ross did not know me pretty much. I mean, I'd like been to the, the house one time. Ross's kitchen is kind of like a mecca for a lot of people. I'd been to the kitchen one time to record a game of Red Markets. Um, it's probably the best Red Markets player ever. And, uh, and that's all Ross really knew about me, and we'd been at Caleb's um, stuff. That was Python? The H stands for horse? Yes, that's right, yeah. Best crew name ever. That's right, yeah. Uh, but then, like, uh, but then Caleb was just like, I really want to do this other podcast um, about non-RPPR stuff. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I would definitely check that out. And, like, Ross graciously opened up his house and his time and his kitchen and beers and crackers that are always on the countertop. And uh, it's hard to let someone uh, intensely normal into your home. <laughs> I understand the risk of that, letting, letting a perfectly average, successful person into your house. It, the, the bravery you've, you've exemplified, Ross. Ross is very brave. <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> Jeb, what you got? So, I'm Jeb. Uh, if you were stranded on a desert island, who would you want to be stuck with? Just generally? Just generally. Well, my wife. Aww. Yeah. Well, that, that's what marriage is. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. That's exactly, I mean, that's, you know, like, worst, worst case scenario, if this shit all goes bad, you know, who do you want to be there with, you know? And yeah, the, yeah, Brandy. Most of the time. She does have, um... <laughs> you were in the commercial Nope, nope, she does Sarah, no caveat. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does rap a lot sometimes, and, uh, and sometimes I don't always want to be rapped at. <laughs> right, no. Right, yeah, but other than that, definitely Brandy. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna say a boat builder? Someone who can build boats. <laughs> I was hoping someone would say that. Yeah. It's really functional. It's uh, an, inten an intensely normal answer. Wait, Caleb. Uh, I, I already did. Sarah, no, no caveats. I'm not playing this yeah, right. dumb game that you all have wrapped yourself in. This is a quagmire. I was I'm out. Her. All right. Uh, so, Dan B. K. again. So, if you're trapped on a desert island, the three of you, which one gets to be dead Elijah Woods? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Swiss Army. Swiss Army, man. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. No. I wasn't even going to say anything. No. Yeah. Adam? How is it not Adam? Greg? Oh, Greg has a question. Greg, Greg then Adam? Um, if you could erase the memory and the 
sensation of having drunk anyone from the show from your mind. Oh, yeah. Which would you re- disremember having ever Still drunk? Stillwater Extra Dry Sake Ale, the very first one, <laughs> was the anti-liquid. Like, I know that texturally, in terms of its form of matter, dr- it was technically all- wet, yeah. but in no way was that what was it going on in my mouth. We didn't oh, drink God. close. Oh, God. Oh, we didn't drink it on the show, but my lord. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I want to retain the memory that I've drank it and I didn't like it, so I don't drink it again because, oh, I need to try it out. Uh, and for the show, it would be velvet champagne. Champagne or, velvet. Yeah, champagne Upland velvet. Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, I believe that was the first uh, of, of what has become many instances in which I tasted a penny. Um, I, champagne Velvet's probably top of my list, although I don't, I, I don't, have we released the episode with the bacon beer? I think we have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The yeah. bacon beer from Australia, where'd Maddie go? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Wasn't saying thank you. Um, was was uh, disgusting. And then we also recently did a ghost pepper beer that... Yeah, I I was kind of looking forward to, and then I tried, and uh, it yeah, was not enjoyable. No. Probably the bacon beer, that fucking champagne velvet though. That was the first time I thought just Some, the taste of a beer was going to make yeah. me throw up. Yeah, and I've heard from people. I actually think, who are we talking? We were talking to Max from Good Brews Bad Views. He says that beer is actually very good, and that maybe we just got a bad bottle of it. So I don't want to put too much of that on Upland Brewing. Is that is, Rob? Is that from Upland? Okay. Rob, of course, also on that, it, it, it was perspective by incongruity, right? Because on the same episode, Rob, who of course told the fantastic, told the fantastic Chobi story, this is Rob of Chobi fame, um, <laughs> Rob also brought us Zombie Dust, which is to this day probably one of like the three or four greatest beers I've ever tasted in my entire life. And then only 10 minutes later, I drank whatever that was. Um, and so I just think it, I think it got worse by comparison. All right, I think we got time for one more. Yeah. Last question, and it is the, the platonic opposite of Greg's question. What one beer you have had would you want to stock your fridge with forever? Oh. No other beers in the fridge. Yeah, one that's beer. the one. The, that's your desert, desert island beer. Um, I can drink uh, Prairie Artisan Ale's Vape Tricks all day. Yeah. Uh, despite its dumb name, it is one of the most delicious drinkable ne- beers I've ever had. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit of a cop-out, but I would say the Flair. Um, and you can't find it year-round, which is a bummer. They're doing it kind of like seasonally now, and I don't understand why, because it's really just a delicious goza. Um, the Prairie Flair is the most drinkable thing I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, and Prairie I think on 2017 for a reason. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, there's a beer we that I just got a six-pack of. We haven't tried it on the show yet. It's Water Chopper from 7C Brewery. Uh, it's another Goza. It's, mm. it's amazing. So, uh, yeah, that would be it. All right. Uh, I just want to thank everyone for coming out. Thank Seriously. you so much. It's super been cool. So wonderful to see. Um, we can continue talking in the hall, but we should probably get out of here for whoever has the next uh, meeting. So, thank because you for We're not me. those kind of people. Yes. <laughs>